I want to know if you feel like you are perpetually priced out of the housing market. Non-homeowners, have you just given up? That's what seems to be the case in a new Ipsos poll, talking a little bit about the the struggle when it comes to owning a home here in Canada. 63% of Canadians who don't own a home feel that they have given up on ever owning one. Seven in 10 people now say that they feel owning a home is only for the rich. So what's going on? We're talking to the senior vice president of Ipsos who did this polling, Sean Simpson. Sean, good afternoon. Thanks so much for making the time. My pleasure. So, okay, Sean, let's get into some of these numbers here. And let's just maybe define exactly who it was that you spoke to, sample size, before we really mm-hmm. analyze this this perspective here. So when we say Canadians feel this way, who are we really talking about? Uh, so we sampled 1,000 Canadians uh, across the country, according to the demographic makeup of the country. Uh, and uh, so that means that we can extrapolate to the overall population with a credibility interval of plus or minus 3.5 percentage points. Okay, and your results are that the majority feels that they've given up on owning a home because, as we said, they feel that it's just it's for the very rich. So can you can you dive into a little bit more of your results? Yeah, it's a sort of a gloomy picture here, particularly yeah. among those who are currently renting. They're they're throwing up the white flag, and and they're, they've been sort of hit with a, a, a trifecta of of uh, headwinds. The first, of course, being uh, inflation, uh, and just everyday life is getting less affordable. The second is the antidote to that, which is high interest rates, which of course are pushing uh, mortgages uh, further and further out of reach for many. And the third, and I. I think it's still to come is a slowing economy and that usually means job losses so uh, unless you're already in the housing market and have been able to benefit from the gains that have occurred over the last decade you know we've we've declined a little bit in the last year but certainly not enough to correct for all the, the magnificent gains from the last decade uh, if you're not in it you're sitting on the sidelines and you're saying when is my time going to come and increasingly those people are believing that it might be never you know, I think all of those things that you said make a lot of sense, right? A slow economy, obviously a global pandemic, job loss, it's going to make things more difficult, interest rates going up. But it, it seems that anytime we have a conversation talking about home ownership being something that's really difficult to achieve, you get the comparison conversation and you get the comparison of, well, the, you know, interest rates were in the high teens back in the 80s and we were still able to afford to buy a home. So what is so significantly different now? Is it just that home prices have exceeded the rates of inflation to a point? that they're just completely unattainable? Yeah, I think, you know, if we think back to our parents' generation, uh, people were being approved and able to get a homes on, say, maybe a single income family with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, home prices were two, maybe three times uh, the average salary. Now, homes, depending on the market you're in, are seven, eight, 10, 12, 15 times the average salary uh, for the average home. Uh, and uh, that just makes saving up for a down payment, for example, that much more expensive in, in places like Toronto and Vancouver, where the average price is over a, a million dollars. You know, a 20% down payment is, you know, could be two year salary there very easily. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just becoming even more difficult to have the down payment and then to qualify for the size of mortgage that you need in certain markets is uh, unattainable for a lot of people. What about measures that have been introduced by the federal government to try mm-hmm. to make home ownership something that's more um, accessible to Canadians? Did your survey touch on that at all or get any perspective about how Canadians feel about the help that they've been handed? 
Yeah, and, and Canadians, I would say, overall, are giving a, a failing grade to their, their governments. Yeah. Uh, the federal government, only 27%, believe, is, is doing a, a good job. And there's really actions that, that can be taken at all levels of government. You know, we've seen the federal government uh, adjusting uh, uh, over the last couple of years the RSP uh, withdrawal limits. There's now new accounts for saving for first-time um Home buyers. Uh, we've seen provincial governments, and municipal governments, bringing in things like taxes on, on on foreign ownership and 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 other other things. But uh, there, there's two sides of the equation. One is supply, and one one is demand. The 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 things that that have been done are mostly on the demand side, where we're sort of tinkering in the margins, a tax on this person, more regulations on on these people, and it hasn't had a significant impact on reducing demand in the market. The other policies that government have has undertaken are generally to increase demand, right? So they're, they're, they're allowing you to save more, but that doesn't make housing prices more affordable, yeah. like lower. It just means that you, more people are buying. And so if you're increasing demand, you're not solving the root of the problem. And the root of the problem is that we do not have enough homes in this country to house all of the people who want to own a home. Uh, and until we take more action on the supply side of things to build more homes, uh, we're c- going to continually have an, an imbalance between the supply and demand in the real estate market. Yeah, and then to obviously try to, to fix that gap of, of, of labor <laughs> and who's going to build those yeah. homes and how are we going to do that? How are we going to create that infrastructure? I wonder, Sean, if, if in your study it revealed that Canadians are saying that they've given up on home ownership, if that's changing the attitude about what owning a home really means. Do they still consider it a a worthwhile investment or is the attitude shifting away from even wanting to achieve that goal? Well, a lot of people uh, are are saying that owning a home is less important now than it was 25 years ago. It, it really was sort of a, a, a mark that you've made it or become an adult or what, however you want to define it. Sure. 46% are saying it's less important to them than it was 25 years ago. But most people still believe that uh, it is the best investment uh, a, a person can make. It's not the only way to achieve financial security. You know, most people do acknowledge you can do it other ways, but it may be the the easiest because it's a it's a built-in force saving mechanism uh, and it generally appreciates uh, over time so there's a, a growing divide here in this country in in terms of financial health and it's generally based on whether or not you own a home or not because yeah. uh, if you do own a home then you've been able to ride the wave of the market that's generally been up over the long term and uh, many people who bought homes for a couple hundred thousand are sitting on seven figure homes uh, and while the rest are paying uh, um, rents that are rapidly increasing in many markets across the country. I think it's it's alarming because you know obviously for investors this is this is great. If you own a couple re- rental yeah. properties, great. More and more people are going to make the move to becoming renters. So so good for you. But I think for those people that feel that they can't get in, it just creates more of this this divide between people that can never be able to afford a home and those that can maybe afford to own uh, a few, right? Yeah, and and it's a, a majority versus minority kind of dynamic here because uh, the fact is, is that actually that a majority of Canadians own a home. It's about two thirds of Canadians that own a home. Lower in some of the the, the, the bigger cities where there's more more renting, mm-hmm. um, but that means that any political policy that is seen to diminish the value of one's home, one's investment, is politically inexpedient. So governments likely will not take those actions because they're not vote winners. So actions that are taken to make housing more affordable 
are generally seen as as uh, not an attack, but certainly not helping the value of, of, of uh, the homes homes that already exist. Um, and, and so the solution is not apparent. It's a long-term solution, and it's one that uh, forces many homeowners to have to park their nimbyism, uh, meaning that not in my backyard. I'm okay with mixed residential developments, you know, in my suburban neighborhood. You have to be okay with that. Maybe that'll impact values. Who knows? Sean, one more one more question. Was there um, a generational divide with your research? Was it younger generations that felt that they were more priced out of the housing market than other generations, or was this sort of across the board? Yeah, younger generations are, are the ones who are less likely to own a home, more likely to be frustrated, but they're also optimistic. Uh, they're they're uh, the greater belief that government is at least trying to address the, the issue. And uh, younger people are much more open to maybe non-traditional forms of ownership, for example, such as buying with a family member or a friend. You know, if you could pool a bunch of incomes together, all of a sudden, maybe you're able to save up that down payment, maybe you're able to qualify for that mortgage that might have been uh, out of reach for you initially. So they're getting um, uh, inventive, uh, those people who want to buy a home. Many are still trying to figure out ways to do it. And, and those that were sitting on the sidelines the last couple of years are now maybe believing that this the time may be imminent because rates look like they're going to be dropping in at least the medium term. Okay. Sean, thank you so much for your great work. I really appreciate your time this afternoon. My pleasure. As Sean Simpson, Senior Vice President of Ipsos. Uh, and Ipsos, of course, was the one that conducted this poll that found out that the majority of Canadians who don't own a home have given up on ever owning one. So 63% of Canadians who don't own a home say that they've given up, uh, feeling that they are just perpetually priced out of the market. And I mean, you look at the, the price of a home and then you have to factor in all of the other costs that go into that as well. Your down payment, your mortgage insurance, if you're not able to put down 20%, moving expenses, you got to set up your utilities. If you're buying a condo, there are condo fees associated with that. Property insurance, property tax, renovations. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So, you know, it's not hard to see how maybe something that, uh, that looks like it's one price is actually uh, quite a lot more. So I want to know if you relate to this. Do you feel that, do you feel that the housing market is something that's just becoming increasingly further and further away uh, out of your reach. 780-496-0063. We'd love to get your thoughts on this one. 63% of Canadians say that they have given up on owning a home.